Well, I, I do have to say that we <laughs> got we got a few complaints uh, with your mom last week. Well, she was here a few weeks ago. Oh, Miss K- oh, Kessler. Really? Well, she said, yes. we're, we're we're all Irish here, but she said, you know, after we determined that she was one that threw uh, Patty Duke's homework in the East River, uh, she said mm-hmm. that Patty Duke's father had the Irish curse, which was drinking. And, and some people are like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. <laughs> Can't well, talk about I mean, Irish people like that. You know. and, and, we, and they pointed out that we all know the Irish curse is actually leprechaun STDs. It's the SETI BIMCO Show with your hosts, Tim and John. The Pope prays for Tim and John every week. Oh, wait, did I say the Pope? I meant nobody. This is the SETI BIMCO Show, the show where we talk about the tragedies of high school in real life and in movies of questionable quality taste quality taste and, and i picked a movie this week called the people and, and, yes, and last time i talked about how you know some of these a lot of these tv tv movies were just there to sell something and it's just a catalyst for john and i to talk um this movie was actually written by a woman who was a sci-fi writer, and this was like her, I don't know if you read this, her name is Zena Charlson Henderson. And yes. she wrote a lot of science fiction and fantasy. She won some awards, which was hard to be a female science fiction writer back when she wrote these, which was kind of the 50s and 60s. Well, so, not only was she a female, um, not only was she a female um science fiction writer i believe she was also african-american wasn't she i did not look up uh, what she looked like i just read her little biography here but before we get to the movie uh, maybe did you have any thoughts john's thoughts well i did have a thought because um today is um wednesday mm-hmm. june 8th uh i think our listeners are aware that we record these in advance yeah. and last night uh, and this kind of goes back to our episode with acclaimed director, producer, actor, writer, and friend of the show, Adam Pittman. Okay. He mentioned his next door neighbor in Whitefish, Montana, is uh, Ryan Zinke, right. the former congressman from Montana and uh, secretary of the interior under President Trump. Yes. Lives next door to Ryan, or he lives next door to not Ryan. Ryan lives yes. next door to Adam. It's Adam in in um, Whitefish, and now Montana has two congressional districts as of the last census. So he is yeah. running in this newly created second Great. congressional district. <clears throat> um, and let me see here. I've got the election results now. I don't know how current these are. I have refreshed them. Well, people listening, um, the race is still the race is still too too close to call. Um, but we do have Ryan Zinke with forty one percent of the vote, thirty three thousand two hundred three votes. His nearest opponent is Al Doc Alzewski, okay, with thirty two thousand twenty three. So there's just a little over a thousand votes separating the two. And then apparently in third place with 10% of the vote, I guess she's out of it, is Mary Todd, um, of course, oh. the widow of President yeah, Abraham Lincoln, say. Who, pa- who passed away in 1872. <laughs> but the interesting that's, thing that's about Ryan Zinke is I was... I thought she'd just be one of those dead people who's voting, not actually running. 
Well, there you go. See, <laughs> it's always see, but it's always with the Republican side. It's all fake. These, the, this this uh, this election fraud happens, like North Carolina nine with the. Uh, bet you Mary Todd Lincoln voted twice. I bet you she did. I bet you she <laughs> voted once in Illinois and once in Montana. Right, and you know. Anyway, so no, but you know, just a couple things about Ryan Zinke. You know, he was under a lot of scrutiny during his time as Secretary of the Interior. Um, There were two uh, Native American tribes who were set to open up these new casinos in Connecticut. He came in and awarded the contracts to two casino conglomerates who, surprise, surprise, had donated very heavily to his election campaigns when he Mm -hmm. was in Congress. So there's a big brouhaha about that. Apparently, he spent $139,000 on a set of doors for his office at the Department oh, of the Interior. I think I remember that. Although I was, cor- I was corrected by one of my conservative friends. <laughs> it was actually three sets of doors for $139,000. Okay. So yeah. I do stand corrected on that. Well, that there you go. That's, that's a value for your taxpayer dollar right there. Right. But, um, you know, apparently also, you know, I mean, he's a lot of other – a lot of – a lot of other controversy that did not make the news, you know. I know. Um, so Ryan Zinke is infamous for disregarding the no, sho- no shoes, no shirt, no service Busy. rule. Well, yeah, those restaurants. convenience stores. Oh, convenience stores. There are, yeah, there, you know. So, I mean, if you don't want to spend tens of, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on therapy, you do not want your children seeing Ryan Zinke <laughs> without shirt and shoes going into a 7-Eleven. Um, He's an American. And also, I'm noticing you walk some, into a store without your shirt. He's American. It's his, con- it's his constitutional right to go barefoot. It's in the Constitution. It is. Was he doing that? I've Are you telling me that? I've learned. I've learned. I don't know. I mean, this is this is rumor. This is innuendo. <laughs> allegedly, I should have prefaced it with allegedly. allegedly. Tim. Also, to cover our butts legally. Fake news. Um, you know, fake news. There you go. <laughs> um, I do see where though he lives in. Um, he spends his time in Washington, D.C., Whitefish, Montana, mm-hmm. and Santa Barbara, California, which is his wife's hometown. Uh, Politico reported that Zinke no longer resides at his Whitefish house and spends more time in Santa Barbara. Uh-huh. So, hmm, why would you keep that house in Whitefish? Maybe if you wanted to run for Congress from Montana right. again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does have two sons, Wolfgang and Conrad. Conrad with a K. Okay. You know, so. Yeah. I wonder if he was the... The, the troop leader of their Boy Scout. Oh, wait, they weren't uh, in the Boy Scouts. They were in the, uh, what's that other organization for young men the, that I'm thinking of, Tim? Does it start with a K? Uh, and the, then another K? Uh, and then a, no, a third K? No, the, the Hitler Youth. The Hitler Youth. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. The Hitler Youth. I shouldn't say that. I mean, with names like Konrad and Wolfgang. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think I think, I think it was the, I think it was the Hitler Youth. I was totally off. Yeah. Anyway, maybe, uh, maybe we get Adam Pittman uh, oh, claimed. Yeah. Producer, director, writer, and actor, and friend of the show to come back onto the program and verify or I do. I want him back. Rebuke that 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 news. after his next project. We'll give him time. Let me say that by to, by the time this airs, because you are sorry, I'm not I'm not segueing very well, but I'm I'm doing something That's I'm right. doing something called non sequenter non uh, Okay, this thought's been stuck in my head since you said that. We record ahead, but by the time this airs, if you remember, July eighth, John Hinckley will be having his show. Remember, I told I you about this there. in Brooklyn. You wish you could be. There. I, I, yes, it's been on my mind. I'm like, how do I get down there? How do I get tickets? Is it sold out? You know, do you have tickets? 
<laughs> yes. No, I don't. I did. I made that joke. You don't? <laughs> Is it sold out? I, I haven't looked at it since we talked about it before. I'm just thinking about Charles Manson, who, you know, that's all he ever wanted. He's probably rolling over his grave, you know. You know, remember yeah. he hung out with the like, Beach uh, Boys. He recorded songs. I think you right. can still look, look up some of his songs. And uh, yeah, I can't he, remember if, the name of the song now. The Beach Boys he did record it, but it didn't get. He didn't get credit no. for it. Nope. he would have been and, a. And I, say, I think he would have been a good performer if he hadn't carved that swastika in his head. You know. Ah, uh, you know, or it's all maybe, marketing. Maybe that would have. Maybe that would have worked for him. Who knows. No, if he you know, carved a, if he carved a, gongs and cone rods and the <laughs> Hitler Youth, we probably would have bought those right. records. He needed to carve a peace sign in his head, then people would be like, "Oh, that's nice." Right. But then, right. then he'd bring out the harmonica, and then people start running. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I see where Patricia Kornwinkel, who I'm, was at both Sharon Tate's house and the La Bianca's house the next night, is up for parole, and the parole has been approved. Now it just has to be signed by the governor. Really? And when Leslie Van Houten, She's, maybe a year or two ago, got approved for a parole, she got denied. But the governor said, nope, not going to do it. Van and House, the thing about the Manson. Oh, good. Van Houten, Leslie Van Houten. But she's the one who didn't kill anyone, right? Well, allegedly she stabbed uh, Rosemary LaBianca 14 times after she was dead. Uh-huh, okay. And there were some post-mortem mm. Stab! What a dainty little flower. She at least waited to stab the woman 14 times after she did. What a dainty little flower. Yes. Um, but, yeah. Now, I have a friend, and it actually kind of makes sense because, you know, Abigail Folger, the coffee heiress, was one of the people killed at Sharon Tate's house. Right, right. And he, his claim is as long as they're roasting Folger's coffee, they'll never get out. Right, right. So, <sighs> anyway. I thought one of them was – one you- of them was like – I didn't kill anybody. Uh, I, I forget. And, and she's friends with. Um, yeah, it was it was Leslie, it was Leslie Van Houten and John Waters, Waters came. Yes, yes, yes. John Waters has been a big supporter of her, and you know, it's like, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, like, I did a lot of drugs when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. I did mm-hmm. a lot of drugs. Okay. Not once. You didn't kill. Anybody. Did I think? Of, of, exactly. Of stabbing somebody twenty six times. Well, nobody told you to. So I mean, well, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care how high I got. <laughs> I think I'd be like, no, dude, no. <laughs> Count me out. No, I don't care. Yeah. No matter how many times I said it, you wouldn't do it. I remember. <laughs> yeah. I can, you know, I, I, I'm one to say never say never, but because you never know what you're going to do in a situation. I know. So, but I, I, I think I can say with 99% certainty. Yes. Oh, God. I hope we don't get like a lot of pro Manson family email now. <laughs> this will suck. You are unfair. You do not know what you would do in that situation. If no. you feared for your life, blah, blah, blah. Pro Manson emails, we don't need no, them. We don't please need don't them. send them in. Thank you. Uh, please, George, don't email us about your, your pro Manson views. George. <laughs> you mean New York Times bestselling author George O'Connor yeah. would be sending us pro? He probably will. <laughs> he'll, he'll, t- he'll give me something about, you know. Patricia Krenwinkel's the one who's up for parole now. He'll give me some. She had some sob story, you know. She didn't get elected homecoming queen or something, no. so she was totally justified in murdering <laughs> those people. Uh, well, anyway, and did you see that movie? Anyway, did you see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I did okay. because I knew some people who were extras in it. Okay, 
You still and hooked up with these experts. They're, t- they're telling I still keep in touch, you know, just kind of a casual, like, hey, how you doing? Once in a while, I'll get a text from him, maybe once every six to eight months. And apparently <laughs> they were talking about that they, they are aware there's like an alternate ending hmm. out there. They were telling me like, oh, this is how it ends. And it was not how it ended. Oh, can you tell me or is that? betraying their trust well i i'll I'll have to see if i i'll have to get i'm trying to remember because it it was almost like you know remember there was one and did it end with 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 charlie getting out the guitar and and and, uh playing some music and the harmonica no no it ended (laughs) allegedly i maybe i don't know i'll I'll have to re-verify it but i was told that One of the things that's like, if you ever read Healthier Skelter, that Sharon Tate said, don't kill me now, let me have my baby. Mm -hmm. And apparently that was the ending. Like, they took her to Spawn Ranch and she had the baby. Hmm. But then again, I don't know how accurate that is. Um, So don't quote me on that. But that was the alleged inside information I had. But who knows if that was second, third, fourth. Because it doesn't seem to me as though there would be any extras in that scene. Well, the ending, no. Maybe if they were at, well, no, not the ending that they showed, but maybe they would have been extras out at Spawn Ranch. I don't know. Doesn't seem to me as though they were. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna say no. No. I'm gonna say no. I think they're. I think. I think my friends are bullshitting me. That's what I think. So, all right, all right. If it's if Quentin Tarantino is listening, or Margot Robbie, or Brad Pitt, or Leonardo DiCaprio, you know they're big fans of the show. Any one of those. Any one of those four. I think the alternate ending. Please let us know if there was an alternate ending. I think the alternate ending was uh, Charlie was sketching a peace sign and a swastika, and and he's like, I think I'll carve this peace sign in my head. And they're like, hmm. And then he he got a knife slip. And then 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 the knife slip, he's like, oh, I've got to make it a swastika. Yeah, that's why it happened. (laughs) Not like he wanted it. Like I wanted it to be a peace sign, and I instead of I went down too far on my forehead, so now I'm just gonna have to make it into a swastika. He was in the car; someone else was driving, and they they hit a bump. Yeah, and he hit a bump, and yeah, yeah, and ah. Should we get to this? Should terrible we get on movie? and talk about this movie now? Yeah, and and I don't yeah, mean to say terrible. Talk. I mean it was based on a this it nice sci-fi so story, movie. but I have to say it was so. Were you just saying it was so boring? Just like. Yeah. No, it was just yeah, well, boring and kind of slow. Super slow. But did you see? Did you see who I, produced I, it? Sorry, my Francis Ford Coppola. And this his came father out did maybe the music. About two months. Oh, sorry. Yes, his his father, Carmine Coppola. Mm-hmm. Um, they are one of the. I believe it's the Coppolas and the Houston's, who are the mm-hmm. only two families of three generation Academy Award winners. Okay, I didn't know there was that. Carmine Coppola for uh, the music for Godfather Part Two. Uh-huh. Francis Ford Coppola for Godfather Part Two. Godfather. Did he win for the conversation writing that? Maybe not. Maybe he just got nominated. Then, of course, in the third generation, it was Nick Cage and Sofia Coppola. They both won Oscars. Hmm. And uh, who else? Oh, Francis Ford Coppola's sister did get nominated for playing Connie in Godfather Part Two, and then went on to get nominated for playing Adrian in the original Rocky. Uh, Yo, Adrian. Yes, yes. Francis Ford Coppola's sister, Jason Schwartzman's mother. Like, um, too much information, John. You just hit me with it. Too, too <laughs> much information. I know you didn't do a gummy before this, did you? Am I like <laughs> blowing your mind? Are, are you going to shush me again? Are you going to shush me again? We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. We'll just. <laughs> it's legal. It's legal. 
Uh, it's legal. Um, it is legal. You know, I'm guessing that, you know, well, this came out right before, I mean, literally right before, like maybe two, two and a half months before The Godfather came out in 1972. It was an ABC yeah. movie of the week from what I saw. 1970, yeah. And mm-hmm. maybe he just, because, you know, The Godfather is my favorite movie by far of all time. Okay. That is my absolute favorite movie. I have seen The Godfather. I don't know. At least a hundred times. Okay. Probably more. Of course, ever since they shot up the store for the company I worked in El Paso, Texas, that we shall not mention the name of the company, I do have to watch an actor shooter video so often. I've seen that actor shooter video more often than I've seen The Godfather now. That kind of puts that into perspective. Yeah, that's what I said to my manager the other day. I said, if I see this one more time, The Godfather. So, no, The Godfather is my. if you've ever heard the history of the Godfather, well, we, we are watching. We are time. watching the offer, however true or uh, untrue that is. We're watching the offer. You know about this show? It's on. Yes. It's on a streaming service. I, I won't. I won't give mention to to advertise. Right. I have. I have <clears> seen that, and apparently, apparently, like the movie, like the, the, the uh, Coppola basically told the studio, "No, I'm not doing any of this." They wanted Lawrence Olivier for oh, yeah. Vito Corleone. They went through all the, that. The Brando part. Basically, that would have been a terrible. That would have been a terrible casting choice. Basically, they wanted Robert Redford as Michael because yes. the. Well, I'm not going to go over the whole plot, but every episode of the show is basically we, the producer. Um, he's like, "Oh no, we got a problem. They're going to shut us down." That, and that's every episode. And then, yeah. So maybe <laughs> next week he goes, some, "It's all so over. Maybe, They're going to shut us down. We got to figure this out." Anyway, produced by Francis Ford Coppola, this this movie is called The People. And oh, I should give a little synopsis. Um, teacher Melody, last name I forget. Melody goes out Amber, to Amerson. Melody Amerson. Teacher Melody Amerson starts a new uh, job at a school out in the uh, kind of wilderness. It's the California countryside. Looks like Little House in the Prairie, basically, where they filmed this. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are some seclu- seclusive people that seem like they are Amish. And. Uh, and and the kids are very strange. How's how's that? I didn't, you know, I didn't write a synopsis. I wrote all this other stuff about this movie. Well, that kind of is the synopsis there. Yeah, it's yeah, a that's terrible, the movie. Okay, Tim. terrible. Synopsis. I'll see you next week. We'll talk about what are we going to talk about next week. Do we have a guest next week? Tim, this is a great movie. I'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. <laughs> no, it was that's just very. Although, starring Will, was well, not starring, but William Shatner's in it. It's starring Kim Darby. And William Shatner and yes. Kim Darby also also appeared in a original Star Trek episode called Mari. When she was mm-hmm. like, which I don't recall, she was, it was it was the one where the planet was all children because when you hit puberty, you you <sighs> died and got this disease. And she was one of the young girls. I do remember. Okay, I do remember that. So, I do remember. Was Michael J. Pollard in that? I don't remember the other. Maybe, stuff. I don't. It know. was all kids. Anyway. Anyway, well, Michael J. Pollard could always, he was like Michael J. Fox. He could always play younger. Ah. But he was in Bonnie and Clyde. And Kim Darby was in the original True Grit with John Wayne. Oh, okay. I'd forgotten her. She, I saw her face in various places. She was in a lot of different right. things. Yeah, so, she did a lot of TV in the 70s. She takes a bus out and... I will say, they did a good job setting up the story. She's uh, It's cheesy, but... She's thinking about leaving mm-hmm. her boyfriend. She left her boyfriend to do this. and uh, <laughs> But she is remembering that they seem to have this thing about the harmonica. She's like, you want your harmonica back? And he's like, no, you keep the harmonica. 
So I knew I knew this harmonica was going to come into the plot. I'm like, why are you guys talking about this harmonica? <laughs> who wants a harmonica? You're breaking up with their boyfriend. Is that I is mean, that how who, you won Jean over in the end, Tim? Did you give her a harmonica? <laughs> I didn't get that. It's yes. like, why would you give a woman a harmonica? But well, he was so annoyed. He just like, yeah, you keep the harmonica. It's full of my spit. So. <laughs> <laughs> So they go out to this My town. My spit will always be with you. Mm-hmm. Well, town is kind of a stretch. Right, town. a house. But the, yeah, that's yeah. right. There's one house and there's all these kids. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, the bus stop was like... A dirt road, yeah. Nowhere. The bus stop. I mean, it was just like a field, you know? It was like, are you sure this is where I'm saying? It's like... Ah, sorry. Uh are they coming? Are they going if, if, if this would be a great episode of like the SWAT team comes in and like battering rams, battering ram down your door. That would be awesome. Through the roof. Case of mistaken identity. So, so yeah, I, I just realized that one schoolhouse, one house. Uh, well, what were there? Thirteen children. I guess they all lived in that one. No, well, no, she never saw them in that house. Where did those kids live? Did you, they, did you I think they just had farm I think they just had farms. I think it was just like a series of farms. They That's were always in the woods. I think they slept in trees. Um I don't know. There must not have been a big budget for this. Oh no, 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 no budget at all. One house and the woods. Uh so she goes to this house where it is like an Amish uh family. There's an old lady, there's the father, creepy father, nobody smiles. Well, the woman who picked her up, she's she kind of smiles. The girl who picks her up, she smiles, but but no one else smiles. And 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 uh, she goes to her room. And the one thing this confused me. I don't know if this confused you. She calls downstairs because she can't find her magazine. She brought a magazine. Mm-hmm. Nothing else to read, I guess. She brought a magazine. She's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, "Nope, we can't find it." And then you see it in the fire. And could you see what the title was? It looked like Vogue. <clears throat> That's what I thought. Um, but it was and, Vogue something like I don't know, like a version of Vogue or an edition of Vogue. I don't know. Well, nowhere in this movie do they explain why they cared if she had a magazine. I mean, unless it was People magazine, then I agree with her. Just burn it. That that crossword, yes, yes doesn't do your mind or, any good. Or Rolling Stone today, or, but um, well, back then it was 1972. But, it might have been okay. <laughs> Rolling well, Stone no, that today. <clears throat> I said, that's what I said. I said Rolling Stone today. I think it was. But a, I, yeah, yeah. I think that. Hmm. I think that was maybe just something to throw the viewer off. I know they were just like these very religious people. Because I did notice when she came off the bus with the magazine in her hand, there was like a woman in. I don't know if it was a bra or a bikini top. Uh, yes, so I remember now. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, I which, get it. You know, when she gets off the bus, so maybe that was just to kind of throw the viewer yes. off. That, no, it was a nude woman. I get it. Know, the, these are just these are just religious nuts or something. I don't know. This movie was so slow. I I, I nodded off a few times. I missed that. I thought maybe it was a TV guy. Luckily, it was like, only no TVs here. We don't need this. We don't need this. <laughs> Luckily, it was only an hour and ten minutes. Yes. This TV guy has Maud Finley on the cover. Put that right in the fire. There must have been a lot of commercials. I'm guessing they lost a lot because this is only an hour and two minutes. So to get it to stretch out to two hours, there would have been a lot of commercials. Right. I think that I, I think they lost a lot. I think they lost a lot of the. I think a lot of people in the audience were just like, "Oh, screw this! This is too slow." And there are too many commercials. Exactly like you did. Like they nodded off. <laughs> yeah. So. So they go to school. 
I meet the new teacher who is Kim Darby, and that there's this. She meets the kid. Is his name Francher or Frencher? Frencher, Frencher. I, I, I can make. I, at first, I thought it was Frencher, and then it sounded like they were calling him Francher. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Frencher. That's what I went with <clears throat> first, and that's what I'm sticking with. And she asked what I'm supposed to do, and he's like, "You do whatever you want. You teach however you want." And they bring her some dead right. leaves for her first day of school. I don't know if you noticed that. Yes, uh, Diane Varsi. Okay, who was in the original film version of Peyton Place when Miss Turner got nominated for an Oscar for that. She uh, she was in it, and the the girl who drew, who met her at the bus stop and drove her up back to the house. Mm-hmm. She was one of the daughters on Eight Is Enough. Oh, okay. It drove me nuts. I don't ask me which one. Could... <laughs> but she was one of the daughters on Eight Is Enough because it was just like driving me nuts. Joni, to... Joni, she was Joni on Eight Is Enough. You had to look that up. That yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, where have I seen her before? And yeah, so she basically did Eight Enough. Eight Is Enough. She had like a, some real bit parts in a lot of movies, and she did Eight Is Enough, and like. Four consecutive seasons of the Love Boat in four different parts, you know, <laughs> things like that. You know, her, her Wikipedia diary is a retired American actress. Ah, okay. She lives out in she lives out in Ojai now, you know, out in Ventura County. But anyway, jeez, oh, are, are you her stalker? Uh, do you know the <laughs> definition of a stalker? It's when two people go for a walk, but only one person knows about it. That's the that's the official that's, that's the official one. definition of a stalker. I don't think I can take claim for that. I may have heard that All somewhere. Right. So, but I don't know who to give credit to. So, so what did you think of her teaching abilities? Well, they weren't they weren't learning reading, writing, and arithmetic. Now were they? It was a very kind That's of. That's what I was. It was almost kind of like she was a. Mo- it was almost kind of like she was a Montessori teacher. You know? That's what it was I was just thinking. Like, what animal do you, you want to be? Lots of, what <laughs> animal do you want to be? Let's play music. My brother Kevin, you you know my brother Kevin. Yeah. He went to a Montessori school for two years okay. in Saugerties. I'm like, you know, this what, what animal did he want to be? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I never. I know. So, yeah. I knew he could count. He could count to ten in French. She wanted them. Wanted them to sing. They wouldn't sing. Right. I think she should have. They would have sang some Led Zeppelin, but anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Led Zeppelin four, maybe. Yeah. They won't do anything. I never saw her teach them anything anyway she she would spy on them you notice every time they're in the woods she's spying on them do you find that odd she's just the teacher well she's she's curious she's trying to figure out i think she i think i might kind of be that way too like kind of like what the hell's going on here yeah like these kids aren't telling me anything the parents are just like well you do whatever you want to do it's state law they got to go to school right so just you know do whatever you know that was that was the one part of the plot like they were so isolated would anyone have noticed if they homeschooled them? Yeah, I don't know. Was there that like was, centralized testing? That, I that mean, was I that was know. the only weak part of this. Well, well this this well, boring you know, plot that had yeah. no conflict. <laughs> a little conf- a right, little conflict, exactly. but exactly. Like I wanted to see. Like oh, anyway, I don't want to give away too much too early. But you wanted anyway, to see. You wanted anyway. to see the stereotypical. The government finds out, and they want. I wanted to see. Like I wanted to see. Like the end of Carrie. 
right, like right, right. Kids turn on the teacher, you know, or something like that. Like she would have to <laughs> run for her life or something, you know. Yes, that would have been good. That uh, would have been awesome. Put them in the cornfield, like uh, that episode of Twilight Zone. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're really into that. Shatner's in this movie. Shatner's a vet. Is, is, is Shatner a vet in this movie? I was tr- yes. Okay. He is a vet, but apparently, like, we'll obviously get to they're it. not going to the doc. <laughs> yeah. Because at one point he he's like, I should move out here and be a full-time vet. And I'm like, well, aren't you a vet? Or are you, you seem to be out to check on the doctors, the animals and the people. So I or wasn't maybe, sure. Maybe, maybe he was a doctor. So I think Shatner showed up for one week. To, he was in it very little. Like he was in so many movies on TV in the 70s. Kingdom of the Spiders, Terror at 10,000 right. Feet. The other movie we watched, this movie. I'm sure I'm leaving some well, out. Well, actually, probably the, whole, probably the whole thing was shot in a week. He probably showed up for one like day. a day, two, maybe tops. He met Mrs. Darby and kind of pretended to be interested in her. It's like, eh, I'm bored. I'm bored being in this movie. I was going to hit on her, but. Yeah. So what do you think of Shatner's acting in here? He said all his. Ah, he said, you know, was, he didn't. He didn't have time to ham it up at all. I don't think. No, he really didn't. He was like, he was getting ready. He was like, oh, can I get another take so we can ham it up? He's like, no, that's it, Bill. I was very disappointed. One take. We only got you for a day and a half. No time for a second take. I was just fascinated because with I don't know. You got to go. Yep. You got to go voice Star Trek the animated series or something. <laughs> so the kids won't sing. The kids won't dance. The kids won't even. They shuffle their feet, by the way. Pick up their feet? Yes, they can't pick up their feet. Did you just say that? Did I just talk over you? you It doesn't matter. I'll edit me out. I'll just take me out of here. No. And I I do that often, John. You You don't realize. Edit me. I shushed you. I shushed you last episode, and I took it out. I didn't even know. I didn't even know you shushed (laughs) me. See, that's how you say I've been. As I said, I've been shushed all my life. I don't even notice it anymore. (laughs) Everyone had a hat in this movie. Everyone except Kim Darby. Mm. If Kim had worn a hat, I think they would have accepted her better. But yeah, she... or, and maybe if she kind of lengthened those skirts a little, those those skirts were like mid thigh. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were very you know. Oh, oh, and the harmonica comes into this. She gives the harmonica to to Frencher because he's special. Frencher, She's yeah. already picking out her favorite student. It's good, good teaching. Mm-hmm. Make the other students jealous. Hopefully, this isn't going to be like a a Pamela Smart seducing the male <laughs> yeah. student. Well, like I said, that was the that was the you felt that, that was too? the planned sequel, oh. but they that wasn't the that was the planned sequel, but they never made it because apparently nobody could stay awake for the first movie right. on that Friday night ABC movie. So did you find the like, night? Ah, just forget. So she's like, "Here's this yeah, harmonica." It was the ABC. It was Friday. It was the ABC Friday night movie. It was. It was January something. You and your facts. Anyway, continue. Stop just continue. It's not really. <laughs> she gives Frencher. She gives Frencher the harmonica. Pull up her boyfriend's spit. It's like here. You're special. <clears throat> She's telling him that the people who are different, they're what make the world go around, and and composing music is wonderful. And that's when I, uh, you, you, my wife, she walked back. She walked by in the background while I was watching this. And she said, mm-hmm. are you watching a, a children's movie? And I'm like, well, now that you well, say that, yeah, I, I, Nick, it's like an after school special. You mention it. Again, she sneaks up on them in the woods. She's always spying on them. And she finally sees them fly around. 
because they keep talking yes. about how they're not supposed to remember, not remember. They just say, don't remember their home, I guess. And what you're going to say? What do they call that? Lifting. Was it lifting? Is that what they called it? Oh. They were lifting? Yeah, they didn't work too hard on what they called it. Let's, let's say lifting. <laughs> we'll say lifting. I want to say that was the... That was the Levitating. Flying. Yeah, whatever they were doing. But yeah, it was just like... And then she finally... Well, that was towards the end. So... We'll... we'll I'm not really giving anything away. No, if I, no the father... She realizes that they're dragging... She realizes they're dragging their feet mm-hmm. so they don't start lifting. And I was like... Honey, I figured that out a half hour ago. You know, <laughs> even like the revelations of this movie, you the the viewer had figured yes. out. Well, she's a, a half hour, forty five minutes earlier. She's a teacher, not a detective, John. Very bad teacher, I guess. So. Very bad teacher. But the father sees her watching, and he also shines a light on her face and makes her float around. Mm-hmm. And she runs away screaming and thinks she was hypnotized. I guess I, I fell asleep a little bit, and uh, when I woke up, he does uh, at that point. <laughs> they were they were doing this. This is all Mary Poppins. They so float, you, they so floated so around. Did, so did you? And then so they make so instruments sleep, play. So, so did you sleep through? Did you sleep through when the California State Troopers came through and there was the shootout? Yeah. Did, did. you sleep through that part? You, oh man, that was a great scene. Did too, they use boy. their telepathic powers to? Uh, to make the bullets fly back. They, they, they thwarted. Yes. They sent the, they sent the, they sent the California state troopers running <laughs> from, 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 from the farm. They did. It was a wonder. Oh man. I'm sorry. You slept through that. I am, I am too. Did any cows die? <laughs> no cows died, but the cows were used as this defense system. <laughs> and they didn't die. Okay. And they didn't die. The little girl so, felt their so. pain and was flip flopping on the ground. And then <laughs> oh, we, they we came in out. and they were sort. They, they were sorted. sorting her. She was sorted, and then the cows were fine. I left that out, John. They, they can feel each other's pain. So if someone, if a tractor falls on their their, I guess sibling. I don't know if these are all kids. All have the same mother. There seemed to be only one father, a mother, and a grandmother. And I didn't even think of that while I was watching this movie that. They, I mean, we we know what they are. No, they're other. They're parents. from outer. They they're other from parents. outer space, and they're orphans. But like, but didn't the yeah. teacher say so? You 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 two had twelve children. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It was uh, yeah, and that kind of wasn't clear. Like they're saying that they call they call the home planet the home. Yeah, well, we're talking about the home, and, and humans can't pronounce the, the name home. of that planet. Did That's you fall true. asleep at that part? If he, if a human. Pronounces I awake through the, the name of their planet. Their head will explode. It was not even. It was not even my my movie, and I stayed. <laughs> awake. I managed to stay awake through the entire hour and ten minutes. I know how difficult <laughs> that would be for you, Tim, to stay awake for an hour and ten minutes, especially when you picked the film. <laughs> it did, but no, I did not fall asleep during it, Tim. So again, like Mary Poppins, they they start making instruments play and and float around the room. They're tied to strings. Kazoo, it's bad enough he plays the harmonica and he's like, how about the kazoo? Please. And then all these kazoos start coming out. And a tambourine and... And they're, they're all floating. He's floating. He's floating upside down. And the townspeople show up for, I guess, because they're mad he's flying. And they make they distract him and he falls right. on his head. Not really that fast or that hard, but apparently he breaks his neck. He's losing spinal fluid. 
something else happened. I, it was like, oh, how how William Shatner the vet determined that? That was that must have been some veterinary school yes. to figure that out with not even like any explored, no X-rays. <laughs> well, that was incredible. He came out of the that was fantastic. I wonder what. Yeah, they they called him and he examined him and yeah, said all that and he came out and he says, "We can't move him. We can't get him to the hospital." So next time we're in the schoolhouse, you notice he, they, he's, they put him on a table. They, they yeah. dragged him across the floor, put him on a table. Shatner's got surgical gear <laughs> and scalpels and operates on uh, this kid whose uh, broke, neck is broken, spinal with, cord with is guidance from the little, with, with, with guidance from the little girl who's holding his hand. Okay, yes, I'll give you that. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm being hard on this movie, but they, they are aliens and they can communicate well, uh, yeah. telepathically. But yeah, I, but but Shatner was asking her, "What do I do now?" That's why I don't believe. They might as well have said she could send telepathic messages to his head. I mean, come on with this sci-fi. I, I, come on, is come on is right. No, I'm, the, 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 the 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 novella was <clears throat> called Pottage. P o t t a g e Potage mm-hmm. by Zena Henderson. Zena Henderson. Yeah, Maybe she, she wrote several novella, not, several of them, and many people speculate. They were hoping this would be a series. Yeah. Ooh. Well, hmm. only if the government can you imagine? Only that? if the government was chasing them. Come on, they need some conflict. They needed a, unless they unless they had gone through with the idea of those militant cows, right. then they might have had a series. But no, there is no way that people would have tuned into this series <laughs> every week. No, no way. No, the story was told. So they they very slowly. Shatner and Darby know their secret and. And they're like, well, let's keep the secret. And the people are like, okay, the end. <laughs> <laughs> the end, yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. And they all. I, have, I left out. I left out art class. She gave them crayons, and said, right. "Draw a children's book about your home." And first, I'm like, children can't do children's books. That's that's an adult job, like I do. Right. And secondly, <laughs> that's an adult job, like I do. <laughs> secondly. I wrote his name down. Where is it? A famous artist did this art because the kids, they draw this amazing oh, artwork with crayons. Like Arthur that. Akamura? Yes. Akamura? Mm-hmm. He drew these wonderful paintings. And again, I guess they're aliens, so they're perfect at everything. Well, there is a little connection between Akamura, who as a child, I was going to say of course, but unfortunately was put in a relocation camp oh this artist i'm using air quote yeah as being a japanese american Mm -hmm. and the original author zena clarson henderson was a teacher yeah oh yeah i read all this at a japanese internment camp during world war ii Hmm. Hmm. yeah i didn't do my homework i did a lot of homework but this this movie put me to sleep so many times. <laughs> In an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> so yeah, that's why people think maybe this was going to be a show. But mm. you know what? There was a harm. There was too much harmonica in this, John. And you know, I never thought we, I'd say that. Too much harmonica. Do you like the harmonica? Have I been insulting you? I do like I do like <laughs> the harmonica. But no, you were right. There is too much harmonica in there. So you know, no, maybe since, they played maybe they played more than five notes. I'm just saying, you know what I mean. It was just like yeah. the same five notes. <clears throat> but we had William Shatner and Darby, both Darby. both from Star Trek, Diane. both from Star Trek, and we mm. got harmonicas. 
So guess what I did this week? Gosh, what what, what do, do Klingons and harmonicas have in common? And thankfully, I only ever have four of these. So, all right. So the first number one things that Klingons and harmonicas have in common, they both have a lot of spit in them. Ah. <laughs> Klingons have a lot of spit. I did not realize that. Number so you're saying Klingons have overactive salivary glands. I, I did not know that. You're overthinking this joke. I should have left this joke for last. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. So number two, <clears throat> Klingons killed 100 colonists on Seta Beta 12, and harmonicas have killed at least 100 people at Hootie and the Blowfish concert. <laughs> John is... <laughs> All right, number three. We'll get through these. That's what they should be having congressional hearings on, harmonicas. <laughs> yes. Number three, Klingons ruin music by smashing guitars with their batlets, and harmonicas also ruin, ruin music. Just by being harmonicas. Yes. Yes. Okay. And number four, Klingons don't care what you do with their dead. They're dead because they feel that dead bodies are empty vessels and a soulless husk. And people who play harmonicas are also soulless husks. There. Got that joke out. I'm saying it twice. Are you insulting? Maybe, maybe I'm cl- I don't know. No, I'm just thinking maybe much, I'm come on. Maybe I'm Off maybe I'm Klingon. I'm thinking I'm Klingon because maybe I can't do the same thing. But anyway. Not about the not about the harmonica. The soulless husk. The soulless husk. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I am I, well, I'm just it's a Let's lot to absorb. To, it's a lot to absorb. I don't know who's, you know, and I don't know who would have farted in the elevator because they were all lifting. Maybe they all would have farted in the elevator. The teacher would have had the podcast. Oh, here's quite all right. Here's my other notes. They got shuffled up. Arthur. Oh, okay. Okamara. He was the artist who did all these pictures. <laughs> here's the rest of my notes. They're all lost. This movie needs more Shatner. I remember that. This movie needs more Shatner. <laughs> did you ever think you would say that in your life? Well, sure. Let's see. Oh, no. Kazoo's kid fell his head, broke his neck, losing spinal fluid. All and right, that, that's and that, that magazine, I, I wondered the whole time. You know what I think? They were pretending to be Amish, and she brought her Mennonite magazine right. with her. Right, John? Mm. You're the one that told me about this. That, that was it, because, you know, the Amish and the Mennonites, too. I've seen them. That Mennonite magazine had I've seen, instructions. I've seen, I've, seen the, I, I've seen the shade the Amish give the Mennonites when they come into the store. <laughs> Men- she doesn't even own a butter churn. We've talked about this before. Yeah, We've you did it. About this this is a callback to your joke. Mm-hmm. The really Mennonite is. magazine had instructions about how to plug in a TV. Yes, which is uh, useless to the Amish. So they just like threw it in the fire. They're like, where do we? Some Mennonite high school kids were going around selling subscriptions door to door to the Amish. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do with this magazine? Of course, you know, they again. do have a TV guide section in Mennonite monthly. But they only do like four channels, like all the Christian channels. That's all. That's the only TV listings they put in, just the Christian channels, like, you know, TBN and maybe PBS. Oh, look, the 700 Club's on again. (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't create a quiz. uh... Well, I mean, there wasn't really a lot to go on, Tim. I'm going to be up front with you here. You know, it's like. Well, you just, you you could have quizzed me on the whole uh, three generations of Oscar winners. I never would have known that. Oh, well, yes, there was uh, Angelica, John, and Walter. Those were the Houstons. And then the, yes, and then the the Coppolas, four people over three generations. And Carmine Coppola, I actually looked up his acceptance speech. He won for The Godfather Part Two. Hmm. 
which is, by the way, the film that uh, Francis Ford Coppola won Best Director. He won Best Director for Godfather Part Two, not the original Godfather. He oh. lost to Bob Fosse for Cabaret. Uh. Um, yeah, what people always forget is that um, even though Godfather won Best Picture for 72, it only won three Oscars. Hmm. And uh, Cabaret was won eight Oscars that night. As a matter of fact, I think Cabaret still holds the record for winning the most Oscars without winning Best Picture. Interesting. Again, you could you could you could you could have quizzed me, John. You wasted that. Well, now you I well I'm not quizzing me. you. I'm just giving you fun fact. I'm just giving you fun you Oscar facts. Could have made me a fun Oscar quiz. Yeah. It's not Oscar season, I guess. But no, Carmine Coppola gave this one, gave this incredible, and I'd like to thank my friend, my son, Francis Ford Coppola. Without mm-hmm. him, I wouldn't be here tonight. But then again, I guess if I if I if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't be here. So, <laughs> and that was his speech. So I thought that was very funny. Yes. And Francis Ford could just look it up. Carmen Coppola Oscar. It's a very, okay. very um, touching, touching moment. Francis Ford Coppola is just tickled to death that his dad has won an Oscar. Right, right, and right. It's just a, it's a, it's a real, it's a really good TV moment. Okay, I'll watch it for next week. <clears throat> so it's like two minutes. I'll do it as, as long as you don't fall asleep in the middle of it. Tim, <laughs> it, you might. It is two hours and forty five <laughs> seconds. If, if a, I just if, hope you don't fall asleep. And I just hope it, you don't fall asleep there, idiot. There's no gunfight 30 seconds in, you know, I'm just, it's boring. Well, there were, they did, you know, they did have the cows. Well, the cows were encircling the, uh, the venue because they were afraid that Sashim Littlefeather, who That's refused right. the Oscar for Brando in the original. Well, I know this, yeah. For the original Godfather, they were afraid she would show up. Afraid she'd come back. So they just encircled the entire venue with a herd of cows. cows very very little known little known little known oscar were they dressed up in oscar, oscar uh, attire um they did have um assless chaps on because <laughs> boy you don't want to put a cow <laughs> in chaps with asses no. it just ru- it just ruined the leather it's just not well it's they, not a, or that's been that's that's been my experience at least you know <laughs> They put a diaper. You don't make on that, that mistake twice. You don't. No. You don't make that mistake twice. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't get. <laughs> well, right. that was the people. I think we. Should, I think. The, I think. What, what, that was. You the don't want to know who would fart in an elevator, John? <laughs> it's quiz time. I'll call it. The cool. Said he Q and A. Bring quiz. Theme song. You like quizzes, John? I do love quizzes. I'll call it Seti Q and A. Bring quiz. The Bim Co. I love quizzes. The Bim Co. I'll call theme song. I think the boyfriend whose voice we hear, he's the one that would fart in an elevator. Couldn't you tell he was a jerk? He would. And that's probably why she left him. Yeah. That's actually, that was probably it. She probably left him because he farted in an elevator and she's like, that's it. And I can't take it anymore. Harmonica or not. <laughs> Out of here. You're constantly farting in elevators. I've got to leave. <laughs> he used to play the harmonica to hide it. So you wouldn't hear him. He used to play the harmonica <laughs> to hide it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So she's like, that's it. I can't take it. I'm leaving you, and I'm going to go teach. There'd be a little... In the middle of nowhere. There'd be a little... I can't do a harmonica sound. There'd just be a few notes of the harmonica. And she's like, are you farting? Are you farting again? No. It's the dog. The dog is playing the harmonica. <clears throat> okay, real quick. Who would have a podcast? That, that same boyfriend. Because everybody else has to keep this a secret. So that boyfriend jerk 
He has a podcast about playing the harmonica and farting. It's got more listeners than ours. <laughs> well, of course, the teacher, the teacher might have a podcast. No, it's got to be secret. Um, just, 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 just about you know, just about her teaching style. You know, <laughs> she wouldn't have to reveal the the, you know. The teaching style, you know, I music. You've got to find out what, what animal, animal they want to be. <laughs> what, that would be her podcast. Every week she would ask, and what kind of animal would you be? And that would be the entire podcast every week. Oh, what John, kind of animal would you be? Can we steal that idea? That's such a great idea. Well, it's actually, it's kind of my idea, isn't it, Tim? Maybe it we is. Could, maybe you can we, spin what off. What kind of animal would you Will you spin off and do yeah, your own little mini pod? They're, they're like oh, 10 minutes. Tim, I could never... Tim, I could never do this without you. <laughs> oh, I would want to do it, but I don't have time to do another one. I thought you do your little, you do a spinoff. Uh, I'm going to, well, if, when, if, no, never. This, this podcast won't fail, but that would be, I would do that. What animal are you? And what animal, what would, animal you, would you, make? would you hunt? And <laughs> keep going out. And if you were a cow, would, would you wear assless uh, Wait, Would you wear chaps? assless chaps or chaps with an ass? And think over your answer carefully. <laughs> would you wear a diaper under there? Would you wear a diaper? That's a whole what would you do? What would you do? Okay, which characters would spin off their own show? That again, the man, the boyfriend. He's like the voice on Rhoda, the doorman. You never see him. Carlton. Carlton. Lorenzo music. Lorenzo music or and, L music, I guess. And it that he had his own show as an animated show. Did you know this? I never realized that till lately. That was a spinoff of Rhoda animated show. Oh, Carlson. Really? I did not know that. No, I will. It's on YouTube. I will send it to you. It's not good. It's, and of course he also did the voice of Garfield. Oh yeah. When you hear it, you're just hearing Garfield. Uh, it yeah. was a pilot animated pilot. How bizarre an animated spinoff of a character. Oh, you know, I would, I would like to look that up. I will look that up. I'll send it I to mean, you. What, what was he doing? Just his interactions over the intercom? No, he had to go out and do stuff. He had to go out and be a doorman. Next time we have a guest, the last five minutes is our mini pod. What animal would you be? What <laughs> animal would you be? Just give them five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, this, someone's going to steal our idea, John. I think I should edit this all out. No, they're not because we're copy. We're copywriting it right now. Yeah. What's, what's the podcast on called? June, what's it called? On June 8, 2022. But what's the name of the podcast? Said, be said, clever. Said Bimco, what kind of animal? Said Bimco, what kind of animal would you be? Mm, it's got to be snappier. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that'd be, but Mutual of Omaha's Wild Seti. Maybe call it kind of a play on Serengeti. Call it furry. Kind of a play on Serengeti. Kind of a play, SETI, Serengeti, yeah. kind of a play on... I say call it furries, the wild, se, the wild SETI Getty, <laughs> instead of Serengeti. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll work. We're just coming off of this on the top of our heads, Tim. We'll work on it. John, we'll call it furries, though. Do you know what furries mm. are? You look like you don't know what furries are. Furries? Sadly, a comic. Is this a Star Trek comic, episode? I wish. Oh, no, oh, I don't know. These I are don't know. these sorry, are started at comic conventions. These are people that will dress up in a big outfit, like say an anime character. If it's a big rabbit, they're in this big furry rabbit suit, and they meet other people at the show who have big furry rabbit suits, and and obvious, and then the logical sad conclusion i would say sad i don't know whatever people are into the, the conclusion john is do you know what i'm getting here they go up to the hotel room and they keep their furry suits on 
except for you know mm. Mm. <laughs> except for um except for the naughty yes. bits and uh that's well, that's, the, that's naughty, the furry the community naughty, again whatever i don't the care naughty. if they're adults but that oh that's a problem that you got to take your tim it's okay no i don't have a problem <laughs> with it i don't have a problem with it no what I, i'm just I'm thinking just saying... <laughs> no what i'm thinking of is now they had some sort of anime convention at the civic center in raleigh and i don't think it was annual it may have been biannual or maybe they mm-hmm. were rotating with other locations i'm not sure but i would see these people in those yeah in those costumes waiting to get into the civic center like every other year. And yep. now I know they were going off to their hotel rooms to do the Damn. nasty without taking those costumes <laughs> off. So I'm just kind of like processing that in my mind. I'm not judging. They yeah. just, again, something serious in my brain. now. I'm not judging either. The reason I said, Oh wait, it could be bad. I'm just saying you got to take your head off and be like, uh, yes, you're an adult who's consenting. That's all. I'm just saying, I didn't, you know, that's all. I like to say, yeah, whatever you do is fine as long as you're a consenting adult. So I just add that on there mm-hmm. in case people think I just think anything's okay. But yeah, got to take a peek under the furry costume, make sure you know who's in there, I guess. Or if you don't take the mask off, you just have sexual fantasies for the rest of your life about yeah. having sex with that particular animal. Yeah. Hey, like wolverines are hot, or you know, yeah. this is another otters. I you know I don't. It's another don't podcast, know. John. We have to hire some more people. Oh my God, I'm just gonna, gonna produce these. We're gonna be like this is gonna be. We're gonna have more franchises than NCIS or Law and Order. Or, yes. You know, it's gonna be like you know. Gosh, we're gonna have like we're gonna have 20 shows on the air at one point. We will mark my word. None of them getting more than 50 listeners a week, but we're gonna have. <laughs> maybe right. that's how we could get advertisers. We'll do it as a package because maybe if we added up all the like a dozen here and two dozen oh, there yeah, and yeah. 50 there, maybe. Yeah, we'd be like, look, you can sponsor all of the. You think Bimco Productions? These pantsless chaps they they want to advertise on the show. We've done nothing but I'll say good up. things I about know, them. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know the brand name here. I'll have to look that up for Let cows. For cows, only for cows. Pantsless chaps. <laughs> Only for I don't know the company that makes those. I don't think it's yeah. Wrangler, but well, anyway, let's, well, let's. I'll let's, find that out for you. I'll find, yeah. I'll, we're, we're, I'll, I'll wrap it up now. You. you were trying to wrap it up 15 minutes ago. <laughs> but that's the show. Well, actually, that's this, the people. This whole, oh, con- this, whole, this whole conversation has been much more interesting than our conversation about the people. <laughs> but that Which was... really breaks my heart because because The Godfather is my absolute yeah. favorite movie of all time. Well, he only and produced knowing this that Ford, But still, he put his name on it. But yeah, well, I guess was... he really needed the money. Yeah, I guess he was going over a budget with for The Godfather. He must have really needed the money. What did he do right before The Godfather, though? Direct? Do you remember the conversation? Okay, was it the conversation with Gene Hackman. They came out the same year, I believe, as The Godfather oh. and the people, and the people apparently. <laughs> hey, he's working hard, just like Shatner. He's working hard. Shatner was in so yeah. many seventies TV movies, but we're done. We get out We're of here. We're done. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get out of here. Tim, it was fun. You know what? Oh, let me just double check. Did we, get, did we get an email? Did we get an email? I'm checking the last minute. No. No emails. <laughs> no pro No pro Manson people. It, is this thing on? Is yeah. anybody listening? No pro Manson. Not till next week. No pro Manson, no. Maybe maybe people well, will weigh in on the 
ashless chaps versus the chaps with aspers. Yeah. For cows. I, I'm, I'm just grasping at straws here. All right. Just grasping at straws. Email us at setibimco with an E at Gmail. And uh, if you like the show, please share and like it and uh, order some uh, assless chaps. We'll see if they'll be an advertisement. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're Twitter see at setibim. And uh, what else? Uh, Instagram, seti underscore bimco. There. Don't watch the people. Don't watch the people. Unless right. you're having trouble sleeping. Yes. I'll see you next time. I believe we have a guest. I'll talk to you then. Or we'll talk about another movie. We'll figure that out when the time comes, right? Yep. Bye. Bye! Seti Binko is a podcast by Tim Hamilton and John Kelly. Produced by Miss Lee. Music by Tim Hamilton. This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party Line. It's a party line.